Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Well, friends, here we are a week after Easter Sunday, but if you are paying attention, you'll notice that in our reading, it is the same day as that original Easter. It's only the evening. So if you're tempted to think that the disciples were quarantined for long periods of time, just like you and me, throw out that thought. For Peter, James, and John, they were pansies. They could barely handle a day. But in all seriousness, what's going on in this text, we read that the disciples are locked away behind closed doors. The text says, for fear of the Jews. But you and I, we know that Jesus and his disciples were Jews. So what the text means when it says they're locked behind closed doors for fear of the Jews, it means they're locked away because they are afraid that the religious authorities are going to come after them. Why might they be afraid of this? Well, Jesus was this great insurrectionist. He's called the King of the Jews, and he has been killed. So anyone who follows this insurrectionist king is going to be hunted down next. But there's also another reason why they are huddled away behind closed doors, afraid. What's the last thing that all of these disciples did to their Lord? They abandon him, betray him, deny him three times. They've heard what the women have said from earlier in the morning. We went to the tomb, and he was not there. Maybe they're thinking to themselves, these are hysterical women. This is how they're dealing with their grief. And you and I both know very well the way we deal with our grief at this time can manifest itself in some crazy ways. But maybe they're also wondering to themselves, what if it could be true? If there's any truth to this at all, how should we feel? Again, we could not stay awake even an hour for him. Again, in his hour of greatest need, we abandon him. Finally, the greatest among them, Jesus' best friend, after telling him, I will follow you to the very end, denies him in his hour of greatest need. If this Lord were to show up and look at them in the face, how would they respond? How would you respond? I think of my own life and times when I have either gossiped about a friend revealed a friend's secret, backstabbed a friend. The last thing in the world that I want to do is to face this person, is to look them in the eye. But that's exactly what happens in this text. They're locked behind closed doors. They've had them shut. We can imagine them bolted. Jesus appears. 
What must they have been thinking? One, this is a miracle. Two, oh my goodness, he's come to strike us down. But what are Jesus' very first words? Peace be with you. This should give us a whole new concept for the next time we get back together in this room and at St. George's and Jake says to you, the peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. These words are stolen from our Lord. These words are the words of one who's been betrayed, who's been abandoned, who's been denied, and nevertheless, he does not come with a sword. He comes in peace. Thomas, he wasn't there. The ten were there, but Thomas wasn't there. Thomas is told by the other disciples, we have seen the Lord. The women were not hysterical. We should have trusted them all along. But Thomas does the very same thing that they did. They didn't believe the women. Thomas here, he doesn't believe any of them. Unless I put my hand in his side and touch the wounds where the nails were placed, I will not believe. I don't know about you, but I completely resonate with Thomas, especially as I see all of these crazy things put on Facebook and Instagram about this virus. I'm not going to believe these people. Dead men do not rise. The ancients are not different than you and I. They know that death is the end. The text says they're once again huddled together. The doors are locked. They're all shut. Jesus comes again. And this time he stares Thomas in the face. What are his first words? Peace be with you. If you've been following along, we've had peace be with you three times in this text. And if you are ever a part of InterVarsity Christian Fellowship, you know that the very first thing you do is look for the phrases and words that are repeated. Those indicate to you that these are the most important words, the most important phrases. Jesus' word to you and to me. Peace be with you. In our sin, we have denied him. We have abandoned him. We have betrayed him. But friends, you and I have nothing to fear. For as we say in our liturgy, when we have communion, we serve the Lord whose property is always to have mercy. Who, unlike us, can handle his fickle and fake friends. I don't know what these last couple weeks have been for you. I know for me, I've tried to be alone when this happens, but for about 20 minutes every day, I go completely out of my mind and want to just run outside. 
These are the words of our Lord to suffering sinners like you and me. Peace be with you. I am moving towards you. And if there's anything we learn about our faith over these past couple weeks, it is that Jesus is there in the darkest places. Other faiths say that the divine cannot touch suffering. The divine cannot be associated with a criminal dying a humiliating death on a cross. But we are told that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, is right there in the midst of the disaster, in the midst of the crisis. And he's not only suffering with us, as Jake made so very clear the other week. He is suffering for us and in our place. My friends, when the Lord looks at us, when we see Jesus face to face, we are going to be tempted to hide our eyes, to cover our bodies just like Adam and Eve. But my friends, we'll have nothing to fear. We will have the beatific vision and his words to you and to me will be peace be with you. This is the greatest news of all. And we have it because we have a God who's made a way out of no way. Dead men do not rise. But our Lord raises the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. So friends, peace be with you. The Lord is moving towards you. And all he has is his love. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you. Thank you.